What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Hope you are doing well today. Thank you so much for tuning in here with us again, whether it's good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, whatever time you're watching this or listening to this. Really appreciate you tuning in. And, and again, looking forward to really putting a bow on the season. I think that we haven't really had an opportunity yet. Obviously, we did kind of a, a season recap, but that was before. Uh, that was actually right in the middle of the AC tournament. So, you know, that was, you know, after, you know, what happened in the AC tournament, that was, you know, that, you know, we hadn't had a chance to talk about the NCAA. I hadn't had a chance to talk about, you know, who's left the team, kind of talking about next year, things like that. So, uh, you know, we figured that we can just put a nice bow on this and just kind of wrap this thing up you know, as we head into uh, next season. And what better person to do that with than I would say easily and almost inarguably the biggest Pac-9 fan out there and Justin Cook uh, here with us today to put a bow on this. So, Justin, really appreciate you tuning in with us, my friend. Thank you all very much for having me. Absolutely, absolutely glad to do it. So again, kind of talking big picture stuff at first, because you know, I know this is a, a huge question for all state fans right now, and because it's really something that I would challenge anybody to show me a situation that's similar in the fact of how we've had four different situations where we got publicly acknowledged as screwed, but starting with how the College World Series was handled last year, and then with the Holiday Bowl in December, and then with the women's basketball playing the number two seed in their home state, and then lastly with that we didn't make the uh, NCAA tournament after making it all the way to the ACC championship, and also too with the fact that every single mock draft or, or every single mock whatever tournament had us in the tournament and also too because Mm -hmm. i I, and because i know that michael actually told us this but typically for you know as a part of the guidelines in terms of the ncaa picking you know the brackets they use d1 baseball's bracket usually is usually a pretty much a big deciding factor you know in terms of you know we'll kind of use that to kind of base our picks off of and they had us in and so it's it's just it's crazy to think about that literally within the last 365 days that those four things have happened. And <laughs> so, I mean, th- the question really just comes down to, and it's really the name of this episode, which is does the NCAA hate NC state? Like, I mean, what, what other explanation could there be? And the fact that, I mean, literally we got s- screwed. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm assuming hopefully some of the NCAA decided like, yeah, I don't know if we handled that correctly. And they could have thrown us a bone, at least, even though I don't even think we needed the bone, put us in the tournament this year. Now, I mean, obviously, Ole oh, yeah. Miss has gone as far as they did, all the way making it to the NCAA championship. So, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, good for them. But, yeah, I mean, what are your kind of overall thoughts on that? I mean, it's again, it's unprecedented. I mean, I think the reason why I think Grand Canyon got in was because some teams they beat earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they beat some decent teams at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of these – Florida State, I think, made it because, well, they beat us in the regular season two out of three. I think that helped them yeah. get in, yeah. too. Yeah. But I think going in to that game on Sunday, from what I was told from media people and people I know, we were we were in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Going yeah. into Monday morning, we were in the tournament. Even at 10.25, I got a message from one of my uh, baseball friends who's not a state fan, but he's just a baseball fan. He told me basically Ole Miss wasn't even in the tournament. And then five minutes later, he sent me a message saying Ole Miss was getting in. Wow. <laughs> well, so, well and, and, something and, happened. Well, and again, because literally after the Miami game, I remember there was fans that were commenting saying, are we still in the bubble? And there was comments left and right, including mine, saying, no, you're locked into the no, tournament. Yeah, no, no way. Even after the no, Miami we game. So, and oh, then yeah, we, I got messages. 
saying we were in the tournament. Yeah. Uh, even after Miami game. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, something happened between it, then. It, mm-hmm. it, it was it was so almost obvious that, you know, Jonas Pope, who I love, he covers NC State. He dropped an article Sunday. I think it was either Sunday night or Monday before the tournament announcements were made. And he was like, OK, states, you know, you know, the ACC tournament's over. Now we just yep. wait to hear where we're going. I mean, that's how confident oh, the media yeah. was that, you know, we were going in. And then after the fact, D1 wrote an article about, you know, NC State being the biggest snub probably in the last 20 mm-hmm. or 30 years for not making the tournament. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. so again, I mean, just just looking at, I mean, that one situation, but again, you add those other three situations and how all of them, you know, are that is publicly known that that there's no reason whatsoever. It's common sense that why would you why would you not just flop Baylor with UConn, put UConn as either the top two seed or even make them a one seed and then put Baylor with us and then we play Baylor in, in Connecticut. Like it's just it's just common sense. Yeah. Like again, like nobody would have argued that if they would have flopped yeah. Baylor and UConn. Nobody would have argued that. And then yeah. like same thing with the College World Series. Again, it was just it's it's last year. It's just that has its own own yeah. whole conversation, which it, has been conversated it, to the bone. So go ahead, Mike. And what's weird it, about the regional stuff too is you have going into that night, they're saying Notre Dame maybe be not getting the regional, which was crazy. And then the day of the regionals being selected, you see them going to the number sixteen seed. It's mm-hmm. regional, but you knew something was up when that happened. Yep, absolutely. But none of us yeah. thought it was going to be the way it was. No, no. Yeah, and in almost every single circumstance, there was like a common sense thing that the NTA could have done that, like you were saying, Leighton, nobody would have argued the other way. And it, no. and it could have been very easy to do. And I, you know, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, Louisville go there. Yeah, yeah Louisville. Yeah, it, exactly. Just, yeah. So, but. You know, again, at the end of the day, it's it's frustrating because, you know, I know that a lot of state fans are really looking to boo right now, obviously, as being basically the the in-between person between NC State and the NCAA being like, you know, like, you know, do something like, you know, help us. And, you know, it's you know, we were kind of talking about this a little bit off air, but obviously, again, just as a reminder, again, is that. We were, everybody should know that again, we were a hundred percent spoiled with what we had with Debbie Yao and the fact that, I mean, it was, she was not a person that she didn't really hold her cards really that, that close to her chest. You knew pretty much openly what yeah. she was doing, what she thought, what she was going to do. And, but that's not typical. Again, most, most athletic directors are not like that. And, uh, so, you know, boo, I think is more of your general, you know, athletic director in terms of, you know, they don't really say a whole lot because they're you know, not trying to mm-hmm. piss anybody off. They're not trying to piss NCAA off, but else too, they're not trying to rile up the fans, you know, and, and, you know, riot them or whatever it may be, you know, just, it, it, it's a preference thing. And, and so, you know, the only thing which we can say, and, and the one thing which I would say is that is something that I think is, can easily be done, but something which I think needs to be done is that there's no reason whatsoever why, Every single conference shouldn't have, at least the major conferences shouldn't have representation on the NCAA board that makes that decision. For yep. the fact that literally yep. we got left out and there was not an ACC representative as a part of that group is a huge red flag. That is a huge like yep. hmm, head scratch. And Rutgers too. Like, Rutgers didn't have a Big Ten. Big Ten didn't even have anyone yep. on the committee too. So Rutgers got left out because of that too. That's two big teams that should have gone in, but they didn't have nobody on the board. And, and you could argue too, and, and, honestly. Yeah, the you, you can also argue that the Rutgers snub was probably 
almost as big. I mean, th- they literally had the best season in program history in terms mm-hmm. of Rutgers baseball, and yet yeah. they didn't get in, even into right. the uh, tournament. That's, that's, that's crazy. 45 wins. 45 wins. That's crazy. So, Michael, were you saying something? Go ahead. It just it just doesn't make sense that that's not already like a standard rule that right. like when I heard that 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 was possible that there weren't a representation from at least you know the major power conferences yeah that blew my mind too that that's just not standard <laughs> exactly exactly no I'm okay I'm okay with you know everyone having a seat at the table for these committees uh, these committees uh, they need to. Have the big the big boys ha- need to have their seat at the table. Um, let's be let's be honest. They're the money drivers in in, in all of these mm-hmm. sports. Um, but you know because there's so many baseball teams out there because they they combine both you know FBS mm-hmm. and FCS into Division One baseball. Those other guys absolutely have let them have their seat at the table. You know expand the committee um, and, and just let, make sure that we're doing everyone. You know do make sure they're doing their due diligence and that everyone's getting a fair shake absolutely. at the table. So I think I think there's nothing wrong with inviting more people to the to, well because to unfortunately too I would say that baseball specifically because you know like like one of the kind of the the points that you know that that is being made in terms of expanding the college football playoff for example is that if you expand to like 16 teams what are the odds really that that 16 or 15 team really is going to you know win the national championship I mean you know the, not very much I mean you know again those top four top five top six. Those are going to be the guys that are more likely going to win the national championship. But literally, here we are in this year specifically. This year specifically, Ole Miss has an opportunity in the championships to win a national championship, and they were one of the last four. And last year, we were a team that was kind of on the bubble that made our way in, and we were heavily favored to win it all. I mean, I don't think anybody wanted to face us. You know, Mississippi State even openly has said, like, like if we would face you guys, I mean, that it would have been a tough series. Let's put it that way. The, you know, they wouldn't have, mm-hmm. you know. It, they, I think they would. We would give them a better shot. So, so that's why I, I say that. Unfortunately, it's a lot more pressure to make sure that you get it right, uh, and that you have it's it's clear as day that you know why you did not get in. It's not this whole, well, you know, we use you know series wins or, or whatever you know to go into. It's like since when? Are like again? It's like yeah. like is and, and like they said like your out of conference schedule is not good. Well, again, our RPI we were you know like what thirty fifth I think. Like, you know, so, I mean, yeah, we're, we're, like so we're top 40 in terms of RPI. So again, it's just like, it's invalid. It's invalid points. Even, even Debbie out, you know, you know, the, the goat herself even has said, <laughs> no, there, there's no, she there's no in, yeah. strength to that argument whatsoever from the NCAA. So <laughs> it, again, it, that's kind of the problem. Before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has your whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. I I also... I I think... Who cares about your out of conference strength the schedule when your overall schedule strength is 36 yeah. overall like what does it matter you're, you're you because you know we know the ACC is going to eat each other when you get to conference play so it's going to be it's yep. going to be a grind so you you want to you know kind of pad your resume if you will a little bit with some easier wins sure. um and the one thing in baseball is 
it's a very regional sport when it comes to those midweek games. You know, they don't have the mm-hmm. travel budget to go play a Southern Cal, you know, out in California right. on a Tuesday and then be back for a Sunday or a Friday game against Duke. Mm-hmm. It just it just doesn't happen exactly. that way. So, I mean, you're kind of stuck with where, where you play at if you if you want to break it down in, exactly. that, in that regard. And we swept East Carolina. That's huge. Oh, yeah. It's a perfect attack. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we beat Wake Forest and Miami in the ACC tournament. I mean, we saw what how good they can be. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, just, on neutral on fields. Neutral fields yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So that should count. Exactly. I mean, some of these teams we beat ended up being like top 16 seeds or making them deep runs in regionals and stuff like that. So, I mean, well, because it's really overall a thing, just like you were saying, Greg, you know, that. Again, it's 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 not like that most schools have ridiculously hard out of conference schedules. You know, typically you're playing your local schools like this year. I mean, we played High Point, we played UNCG, we played UNCW, we played, you know, pretty much all UNC Charlotte, like mm-hmm. you know, or, I think so. But again, we played all local. Yeah. But again, that's pretty typical yeah. for for most baseball programs. You're not necessarily seeing like usually a lot of like Vanderbilt versus Mississippi State out of conference. You don't see that a lot in, in out of conference games because again, most of the times they're worried just primarily on the in, on the in conference. So again, it's just it it doesn't make sense whatsoever. And because also yeah. again, it's it's baseball and the fact that I mean it's it's a huge recruiting thing too. That's why I would say mm-hmm. honestly, it's it's I'd rather just play local because I mean if I can go to UNCG or if I can go to UNC Charlotte or if I can go to UNCW and get some eyes of some recruits here in the North Carolina area then I'll take that all day and twice on Tuesday, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm confident enough in my in-conference schedule that that'll carry me whatever way it needs to. So, mm-hmm. but, um, so kind of jumping over now, you know, talking a little bit about last year. And so obviously, you know, ended the uh, season 36 and 21 overall, 14 and 14 in conference, 22 and seven out of conference, uh, 22 and 10 at home, 11 and 10 away and three and one neutral sites. And so, Justin, one of the questions I wanted to ask, because we talked about this on a live stream after the championship game, but it's a glaring thing in the face that, it, you know, I remember somebody commented saying that Avon's got the perfect job. And the fact that, I mean, he he does enough to to warrant that, I mean, that you're not going to fire him. But for any other coach, if, 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 you, if you told any fan that has that, that, loves their baseball program and has has high ex- or has expectations for their baseball program that you have a coach right now that has lost i think it's like six seven eight ac uh, conference championship games and you have not won a single championship game that's a huge glare now again i'm saying this saying you're not going to fire avent but i what i am saying is that that's that's a hard number to work around because then they you got to mm-hmm. you got to hang a banner eventually. You know, getting a college world series is amazing. It is, but you got to hang a banner eventually. You know what I mean? So, what are your kind of thoughts on that, Justin? Uh, my thing is, in twenty twenty one, when we lost, you're playing a very hot Duke team at the time, which I mean, that was a great pitching game and defensive game, right? And then go to regionals, Duke pretty much laid an egg when they played in the regionals. But again, that was a tough regional they had to go to, right? And then this year. You play Carolina, another team that was playing on at the time. Right. Against a team that's bound for their lives. And then you got guys that are pitching their you-know-what's-off for us that, in my opinion, probably shouldn't have pitched that Sunday game. 
Right. You probably should say them in case you make a regional. And also, if you're going to do what we did with Chris Villeman, you probably should start him. That's because that was pretty much the start. Yeah. yeah. No, that's exactly I mean, right. It's nothing against the guys that pitched before him. It's just they pitched their, you know, what's off way before that game and their pitch counts were up high. Mm-hmm. So exactly. They probably had no business pitching that game just for health wise. Absolutely. And for regionals and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. we're very close. Yeah. Well, and again, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a frustrating thing in the fact that again, you have so many games now that you can make these statements saying, man, we were so close to like, if, if this would have gone our way that it would have happened, but specifically looking at that Duke game last year, that with how much firepower we had in the batting lineup, it's yeah. super frustrating. And, and again, you just have to look and go, what was the problem that we literally couldn't get a single run from Austin Murray, Johnny Butler, Terrell Tatum, Devontae Brown, JT Jarrett, uh, Luca Tresh. You had, I mean, you had all these guys that could swing the bat, and you couldn't get one run against Duke. Like it, it's, it's because I mean the pitching did their part, and and I, I mean oh, yeah. you could argue, especially last year, that the batting was our strength. Uh, you know, because I mean we had a lot of depth of batting last year. So, you know, it, it, again, it's just, you know, and again for us to give up the inning like we did against Carolina, and then almost panic a little bit you know like you know oh my gosh like you know what are we gonna do like you know unc is unc is killing us right now and honestly i feel like we were I never gonna get it out of that, that inning. Too. go ahead yeah, go into that too, real quick sorry about that go ahead no, that please. Too is, i mean i think if the coaches probably knew what they knew now like we were in trouble making the tournament mm-hmm. they would have handled it a lot differently that's true too. Yeah, that I, too. and then yeah. now going to the duke yeah. game duke's pitching like a fifth year fifth or fourth year senior who's basically been there, done that. And then they got a freshman who was pitching his, you know, what off out of the bullpen for them last year. So, I mean, it's just one of those games where you got to tip your captain where they just had better game than we did. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, in a, in a one, nothing game, you know, obviously the pitching was, was amazing mm-hmm. on both ends going back to obviously to the Duke yeah. game last year. Um, and, and we had a chance, uh, we, we had a chance to tag up, on th- at third and mm-hmm. score and score a run in that game. And we were a little, we're a little yeah. hesitant. And I think, again, looking back, I think uh, coach probably knowing if it's going to be a one, nothing game, right. uh, he, he probably would have ended yeah. up sending him, but because it was a little yeah. earlier in the game, they probably didn't want to, you know, risk the ball it. Was hit at um, too. But yeah. And where the ball was hit. Exactly. At, that's, that's a, yep. But, um, and so, you know, pitching is the great equalizer. You know, if you if you got a if you got a pitcher who's on his game that day, um, it only takes one, and, and they showed that. You know, and you can make the same analogy in hockey. If you got a hot goaltender, um, you know, you you got to get mm-hmm. one past them. You know, at some point, so um, you can't win if you don't score. So if the pitcher holds you to zero, good chance exactly. you're going to yeah. win the ball game. Exactly. So, yeah, no. So again, it, it's just it's just one of those things that again. It's not a conversation of if you're going to let Avon go. It's not even a conversation. The some fans are saying that's a conversation. That's not a conversation. But no. it's it, it, it's definitely one of those things that again, I just want more than anything that for him for Avon to hang that banner because again, just give me one again. I don't care if you go one and eight in conference games and conference championship games. I don't care. <laughs> if just get one, yeah. and then nobody will ever bring up the fact that you lost eight other ones. Like it. Don't, it, mm-hmm. it, it won't even be brought up anymore like that like seriously and i i seriously say too that the the year that he that even wins the ac championship i hope 
you know, he just kind of goes out on top because that is the one thing that's missing from his resume. <laughs> that's the one thing that's missing from his resume because he's done everything else. So, um, but yeah, so that's kind of. He's more than likely going to hit a thousand yeah. wins next year too. So, I mean, unless there's just a major collapse yeah. of a season, which yeah. none no, of us see that coming, but um, he's more than likely going to get it to a yeah. thousand next year. So uh, to your point, uh, uh, Leighton, um, a thousand wins, you know, uh, w- maybe one, you know, uh, ACC championship banner. Cause we've had, I think we've had a one or two regular season championships. I think during his time, we just never have won the yeah. tournament. I'll have to go back and check that. Um, do you know that for a fact, Justin, I think we have at least one during uh, this time. I don't think we have, I don't think we have either. I think it was no. 92 okay. when we last won it. 91. No, yeah, I thought maybe we had a regular right. season. I know we haven't right. won the ACC tournament. Yeah, ninety-two yeah. since yeah, we won the tournament. Sure about regular season. I'm not sure about regular season. I thought, yeah. I thought we had and a number one is, season too, there at one point. We were talking but, um, about anyway. uh, us winning like an ACC baseball championship. Mm-hmm. I really do believe in 2020. If things didn't go the way they went, we probably could have won one because that team yeah. was very good and talented and loaded. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and yes. we had a hot start too. Yeah. If I remember correctly. All right, y'all. Well, again, with that being said, we will take a pause there for part one. So make sure to tune in for part two here as we start to talk about uh, the players leaving, players that are coming in, kind of expectations for next year's team, what we're looking to kind of see some some updates or changes for next year. Um, and so make sure, again, tune in with us for part two. And thank you all for tuning in for part one. Uh, make sure, again, to hit that subscribe button so that way you are notified whenever we release uh, new NC State content. Also, to hit that notification bell so that way you're notified on all your devices when we go live or release new content. And then also to give us a give this video a like if you don't mind as well, so that way NC State fans will see more of this content. And also to uh, give us a follow Tuffy Talk now on Twitter or Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, but thank you all so much for tuning in. We'll see y'all for part two. As always, go back, y'all. <laughs>